0: Hello, and welcome again to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. I am Reverend Robin, and today is episode number 42. We are continuing with Chapter 2, The Separation and the Atonement, and Section 3 of Chapter 2, The Altar of God. And we'll be right back after we give a shout-out to our sponsor, Anchor. back. So if you recall, in the last episode, we were talking about um, how the acceptance of the atonement by everyone is inevitable. And the reason that the acceptance of the atonement is inevitable is because as we go through our life, or maybe multiple lifetimes, we begin to understand that there's got to be a better way. And when we come to that place where it's, there's got to be a better way, it begins to reawaken spiritual vision. So that's where we are, and we're picking up in paragraph four. And it says, Spiritual vision literally cannot see error and merely looks for atonement. As a demonstration, I wanna play a little game with you. In a minute, I'm gonna ask you to look around your room and I'm gonna ask you to find all the blue things that you can find and count them. So go ahead, look around your room and count the blue things. Okay. Now, how many red things did you see? Not very many, right? You were looking for blue. That's what you saw. So that's what spiritual vision is. It's not seeing error. It's looking past error and only looking for the atonement, the oneness, proof of oneness. So all solutions the physical eye seeks dissolve. If you're only looking at the physical, there's never going to be permanent change. Because the spirit creates the physical. Continuing, spiritual vision looks within. It doesn't look without. Spiritual vision looks within and recognizes immediately that the altar has been defiled. Now remember, the altar is our mind's So the altar has been defiled and needs to be repaired and protected. The atonement is the healing of the mind and spiritual vision is looking for atonement, looking for the healing. Once the repair is made, the healing is affected, then the mind needs to be protected. And when I was... Studying this for this episode, in my mind, I saw a picture of like a silver ball, like enclosing my mind, protecting it. And it says, spiritual vision, being perfectly aware of the right defense, it passes over all others, looking past error to truth, the truth of the atonement. The truth that we are one within and of God. Continuing. Because of the strength of its vision, the strength of spiritual vision, it brings the mind into its service. So spiritual vision uses the mind to heal it. It redirects the understanding of the mind and the mind then is in the service of spiritual vision. <clears throat> this reestablishes the power of the mind and makes it increasingly unable to tolerate delay. When the mind recognizes how much power it has that it is that power then it just makes us want more. It wants we want to reestablish that connection with God, that atonement. Because we recognize that taking longer to do it will only add unnecessary pain. As a result, the mind becomes increasingly sensitive to what it wants what it would once have regarded as a very minor intrusion of discomfort. So things that used to only bother you a little bit as far as your mindset or, you know, being mad at somebody else or whatever, now even a feeling of irritation with someone else, which, yeah, before we felt it, but it really didn't mean anything, just mild annoyance. And now it's like, wow, that is not truth. The truth is that that person or that situation or whatever it is can be seen and must be seen through spiritual vision. I just love that spiritual vision literally cannot see error. It just looks right past it and only sees truth. It only sees holiness and love and oneness. It's a beautiful thing. God, thank you for spiritual vision. Much love, my brothers and sisters. Namaste.